Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. We are the lads from the Chilton. We'll support you till the end of the day. We're so happy following the blues. We love you, what more can we say? Monday at 7.30 and welcome to the Talk, Talk Show sponsored by Boa Sports, principal sponsors of Birmingham City Football Club, Garrison Coffee Company, Blues Trust. We welcome that wonderful family at SAS Autos supporting PTSD and local charities. Hashtag, that's what Mondays are for. OK, we've got a biggie for you tonight then, ladies and gents. We ain't got a great deal of uh, smiles between us. I'm sure we all fit in, in the same boat. Uh, but I'm happy to introduce Fancam tonight. We've got Fancam. We've got Richard Barron on Fancam. Hello. There he is. What a handsome dude he is. Huh? <laughs> it's a mask. It's a mask. Um, also, of course, we've got, as always, the one and only Mr. Sheen, Mr. Paul Hipkiss. Good evening, all. We have Mrs. Brown. We have Mrs. Brown. <laughs> Sorry, good evening. He's only got <laughs> one job. One job a week he's got. One job. He still can't do it. And, of course, Mr. Rove. <laughs> Hang on. Hello, everybody. You all right? Good, good. Hey, we're all all right, mate. And uh, what a great great character we've got in tonight for you, ladies and gents. The one and only. He's a legend. He's a club legend. He gave his heart. He gave his soul. He's blues through and through. The one and only. Rubble! Good evening, fellas. I'm all right, mate. We're liking the beard. Yeah. I know. It's you lockdown. Razors, down lockdown or what? I got I'm out, I'm out razors, yeah. Just can't be bothered to shave, fellas. Just, like, just gone for the rough look. 
It just ain't happening, is it? It just ain't going to happen. Um, and, you know, the players to me now just don't look like they want to play for him anymore. Um, the body language on him is, is terrible. Concentration levels are going. And that goal we conceded again, is, is, it's schoolboy stuff again. Robbo, when the ball comes in the box of the defender, you don't let the ball bounce, do you? No, you've got to go and attack it. Yeah. You don't, you don't, put, your, you don't put your foot on it when it's clearly not crossed the line and, and say, oh, Rev, Rev, it was out. No, no, no. So concentration there for that throwing, you know, it just baffled me when that throwing came in and they just all stood still and it bounces and, and obviously they get the shot away and then it falls to their bloke off the keeper. So again, yeah. another unexpected. It was a lucky goal. bounce, Paul, off the keeper, though. It was a lucky bounce off the keeper. But you've got oh. to be in that right position to tuck them away and we're not doing that. But why is that Potts there all on his own? He could have read the paper, lit up a cigar and then edited it in, couldn't he? I mean, why isn't anybody marking him? Um, you know, why, why is he why is he free like that to just head the ball in? And, you know, it's just unacceptable defending. It's just too many schoolboy errors all the time. And mm. it's so frustrating. But we were we were starting to offer something going forward last few games before Saturday. But even that's gone now on Saturday. That was Absolutely. the worst performance. Absolutely. Yeah, so. Yeah, Mark, what's your thoughts? Um, I was just disgusted. That's I mean, enough. Okay. <laughs> that's enough. Well, we'll, we'll, ne- we'll never have enough. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, over the weeks, we've been <laughs> clinging, possibly if that's the right word, clinging to hope they'll turn it round, uh, with outside influences and all the rest of it. But no, that wasn't good enough. And nah, I just, I'd have run out of a worse to okay, say. Okay, over to our of... fan cam. Richard, what's your thoughts on the situation, mate? Oh, pretty much the same as, as you guys, really. Um, just not good enough. Defending's not good enough. Just the tactics are poor. Not enough goals, not enough you know, going forward and, and trying to make things happen. I mean, he took two wingers off and bought Cosgrove, Djukovic on, and there's nobody to deliver the ball to him. Do you no, know what I mean? I From wide positions, you know. Um, Robbo, if he, if Robbo. He, if, yeah. Go on. Yeah, go on. Yeah, sorry, you finish off, bud. Go on, Rich. No, on, I, I was just, just, just going to say that, you know, over the summer, I'd have cleared out the whole back line. Mm. That, that back line of the defence has been a nightmare for years for about the last two or three years they always have periods in every season where they switch off for 10 or 15 games and can see goals it happened last season it happened the season before happened under Cottrell Uh, I'd have have started a decent manager would have built from the back he bought a good goalkeeper in he should have built from the back and then gone from there Mm. Robbo that's my opinion you've been in the situation you've been in the dressing rooms uh, you've been out there on the pitch, mate. You know what it's like with us Blues fans. We give you stick when it's due. We can't do it at the moment. What's your thoughts on the situation at the minute? It's just not looking good, is it? I mean, what what everyone just keeps reiterating is when is it going to change? When is it when is it going to turn for for the Blues at the moment? And it's hard to see that. And it, and it is from a player's point of view, it's difficult when you're in that confidence. When when it, when you're lacking confidence and results keep going against you. <clears throat> Other teams at the bottom now are picking up points, so they, they're getting momentum. It's making it even harder. The, the only thing you can do is stick together, and you've got to start dragging people out. I mean, the manager's obviously 
taken a lot of flack with what he's saying after the games, and rightly so, because you don't say what he said at the weekend and expect no. to sort of get away with that. Um, as a player, I wouldn't want my manager saying it because, like you say, you, you're basically given up. You've given up as the manager of the football club. And what mm. do our players want to look to? We, we want to look to the manager to get to keep inspiring us and keep us going. That's that's what you want. Um, but you can't also you can't you can't blame the manager as well. I'm looking at so Rich. I don't. On, Rich has just touched on like the substitutions that he's made. But what what are all the other staff members doing? Like wh- where are they? Where are they helping him? What are they saying to him? Surely, surely as a group of staff, you stick together and you all come up with the situation of, right, well, we're bringing, we're bringing Sam and we're bringing Juki on. Why are we yeah. taking both wingers off? Because yeah. that's, that's their main threat. Their main threat yeah. is the ball's coming in from, from wide areas. Juki yeah. thrives on it. Sam does. So yeah. I, I don't understand what, what, what the logic in that is or what's being said on the bench. It just, it just seems that they're not on the same page and they're not connected and it's just... It just looks it just looks all weird from the outside looking in. Mm. To me as a to me as a fan, it, it almost looks to me as though uh, the top end of the club want us to get relegated. Personally, I think it should happen. I, like, horrible saying it, and I think yeah. again, a lot of the blues fans a lot of the blues fans will say it, but they mm. won't come out publicly and say it. I think the club needs to go down and reality like, have a reality check of yeah. itself. Yeah. And realise what they've done wrong to now put it right. Which I agree. We do. Yeah. If we do drop, I don't think there's any coming back from that. But that, but then that's where you've got to get right, the right things in place and 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 learn from the mistakes that everyone's made. You've got mm. the players as well. Players have got to hold their hands up and and they can't just jump ship. If you get relegated, they can't jump ship. They've got to stay. They've got to be loyal and they've yeah. got to get the club promoted again. Simple as that. Mm. I think I think um, I think that's right, Robbo, and I think. We're not on the same wavelength on the pitch or off the pitch. Because like you just said a minute ago, it's just shocking. It's all over the place. And it's actually we need, it's disgusting. We, we need somebody who can galvanise the players and, 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 you know, leadership. We're just lacking leadership completely. Uh, Robbo, quick question. Quick question, Robbo. Mm. Is your tie ironed? Is my tie ironed? Is your tie ironed? Are you ready? Go and whoop some I'm ass. Always ready. I mean, Get in there. Go and whoop some ass. I've always, I've always said it is that, that I walked away for a reason. I needed a break. My pathway wasn't to the first team. I, I knew that. I accepted it. There was people that were going above me that shouldn't have been going above me. But that's that's their opinion. That's their fault. So you can carry on. So I don't work hard for that for them people that don't work hard to go above me. For me, that's, that's not acceptable in football, is it? You have to earn the right. You have to... You have to to be that person that deserves a chance to prove a point. And I did. I felt I, I deserved a chance to, to help the first team in any way possible. So I needed yes. to move on. I needed to have a recharge. I needed to be with my family and spend some time with them after 22 years. That was, that was my thoughts. That was, that was me. Now I'm refreshed. I'm recharged. I'm ready to go again. And Robo, I can tell you now, mate, I can tell you, you never let one single Blues fan down, not in any game you ever played in. I'll tell no. you that. And these no. are the guys here will back me up. And so no. will everybody listening to this tonight. You never, ever never. let us down. You gave it no. all, man. Yeah, that was my mentality. That was the way. I, that was why I was brought up as a kid. That was my. That was my. Um, it was ingrained inside me. Was to 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 give Ooh. my all. If it wasn't my best, I accepted it. But if if other people's weren't weren't their best, then they wouldn't accept it. I would let them know because you've all got to be on the same boat, the same hymn sheet. You can't you can't have three or four people that are doing their own thing and expect to get away with it. And that's why. 
I played in successful teams over the years is because we all knew what was the right thing for the football club. And it is, mm. it's all about the football club. It's not about you as people. It's about which yeah. direction do we want the football club to be moving forward. But that's, mm. but that's every club I've been at. That's, that's just the way I am. That's what's instilled in me. I don't, mm. think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been so happy with an appointment at the start of a season when he first came in. To end up being so disappointed yeah. Yeah, yeah. with the eight yeah, club. I think we all were, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I was pleased, I was pleased mm. with um, yeah. But yeah. no, nah, if you'd have said to me I'd have felt like this six months later, I probably would have I wouldn't have I wouldn't have thought it, but mm. it just shows you, doesn't it? I just think our problems delve so much deeper than just the football the manager of the team. You know, oh, he's, only that man, here, he's only been here for six months. That man at mm. all got a Middlesbrough team promoted. A Middlesbrough mm. team promoted, mm. right? Mm. If he can do it at Middlesbrough <clears throat> With the resources, he could certainly do it at Blues. Mm. We've got good yeah. players there. When you, when you I mean, come on, we're in the bottom three again. When you look, oh, when you look yeah, at the players you brought in as well, they're not, they're not exactly, they're not exactly bang average players, are they? No. I mean, no. they're, proven, they're proven players. I, I know that they're obviously they're getting on a bit, but age, ages, like their ages now, they should be, they should be leading from the front with their experience mm. and their and their guidance to the other players that are around. Um, you, you just can't put your finger on it because obviously you're not in and around it. So you, you never really know what the real issues are. And Karanka's for some reason or another has felt it, that it's tough. It, it's got tough for him. And yeah, I mean, I, I was just a little bit disappointed with his, with his um, after game mm. analysis. It was, <coughs> if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm a player, if I'm a fan, I'm disheartened by what he's just said. And if that's the case, if that was any other manager at any other football club, they would have gone by now. Yeah. Just think this. The thing is, that's, that's put us fans, Robbo, completely and utterly rock bottom now. It, we, we feel like, oh, well, I can't, I, I, you, know, you know what? I never stutter. There you go. <laughs> let's, let's, let, let me throw this out there to our viewers and everyone here now. Would we take relegation if we knew it was going to get rid of these owners and the board and, you yeah. know, a complete, a complete rebuild, a complete, Sadly, yeah. you know, Complete reformat and a pre, you know, a club needs to rebuild. In my yeah. opinion, I think it, like Robbo says, it might need to happen. I think, I think, I think we all we all would, Paul. But that leads to the no. next question: who 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 who's going to come in? Well, that's 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 the the begging question. I've got yeah. there's so many yeses coming on the shout box. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a poison um, challenge, isn't it? At the moment, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, you look at you can look at a lot of clubs that have gone down, um, and you know, even in recent years, your Leicester's, your Leeds's, and you know, there's teams in the Premier League, Southampton, that, that have been there recently. Yeah. But, then, yeah. but then there's the worry of doing like a Bolton or a, you know, um, a Wigan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is, you have to be careful what you wish for. But definitely at the same is. time, you know, you want this nightmare to end as well. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not the worry. Got... There, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I accidentally hit the speaker button on my... On my... Uh, computer, mate. Sorry, but my apologies for that. Yeah, I think I think uh, Richard, I think Richard was just about to come in on that as well. Rich was just yeah, about to say was, something. Go on, Rich. Yeah, I was I was just going to say that you know it's um, you're just going to have years and years like we have for the last yeah. ten years of the same thing. You know, we need mm. we need a make or break sort of situation. Whether that's relegation, whether that's pushing on, we're we're not going to get in the top six with these owners. No, no, no chance. Not not a chance in hell. So um, is it, Rich? Right, and to everybody else. Have these owners got to go? Have they got to leave they've, their club? They've, they've got to go. They've got to go, but they, they won't. That's the problem. Mm, yeah. I, would, the I, would settle, I, I would just settle for a new CEO and the same owners. That might change, that might change things. Mm. I don't know, Paul. 
I think I think it's rotten. I think at the moment it's rotten. It's rotten from the core, isn't it? Paul, we need eleven years for this now, mate. Yeah. Mm. I need a clean. Look, don't get me wrong. It it hasn't all been bad those eleven years, and I love the championship. I do honestly. I really love Mm. the championship. Mm. You know, it's 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 blood. It's thunder. It's fast. You know, the games come thick and furious, and one thing or another. The away days are brilliant, and and it's just it's just we just need oh just to win something, a game, a, a score a goal, anything, do anything. I don't know. Mm. Oh. I think what this is telling me though, Nick, right, is how massive us fans are. I've never seen a club like you know need their fans at home games as much as us. You know, I watch other, I watch a lot of football, and we just fall apart at home without our fans there. And yeah. I think I think the reason them up the road are doing so well is because their fans ain't there. Because you know they're obviously they're fickle fans in there, and our passionate like you know driving fans are, are, are not at our home games, which is why we're struggling so much. Yeah, but when, yeah, but when, you, when, yeah, but when you look at them, when you look at them up the road though, Paul, they've got a manager who's a Villa fan, so he understands yeah. the club. He yeah. knows he knows what it's all about. He's got John yeah. Terry, he's got Craig Shakespeare, he's got all English coaches in the background, so yeah. they know they all understand the history of the football club. They also understand the players that they're bringing in are the right players for Aston yeah. Villa football club. Yeah, forward. <laughs> And that's what this club needs now. Blues needs. And there's so many great English coaches, young coaches who want to prove a point, like myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I ain't going to get that job. I'll tell you that now. I won't get the job at Blues. because. Would you want it? I would love I would love the opportunity to prove a point. Listen but, to him! Listen yeah. to him! That's my passion. That's my drive. That's, that's me as a person. That's what... Yes, I might fail at certain things, but it's learning. I'll, I'll learn from the mistake. That's what it's all about. But there's other good English coaches out there who are proving their worth with, with other football clubs who could come and do a good job. We had Gary Rowett, who was a fantastic manager. He was gone. We had Gary Monk. We had Lee yeah. Clark before that. So we've got good English managers that n- know. Yeah, I've never seen us do well. Robbo, we had Lee Clark on. manager has gone backwards. Oh, sorry, who's going? Who's going? Go on, I can't see. So who was that? Who's going? Who's that? Go on, Nick. What'd you say, Nick? Yeah, we had Lee Clark on the other week, Robbo. Yeah. Wow, what a bloke! Yeah, great, fantastic guy. Like what a top man! I tell you what, he was passion. inspirational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but that's what he was like behind the scenes the whole time. His energy, his commitment. He, he, he was mentally drained. Like we were all mentally drained because of the great escape with what we did. Yeah. But like you say, he, he talked about them. The first loan players that we had were they were the core of what he'd imprinted in pre-season. We all knew our roles. We all knew our responsibilities. Um, we were clicking as a group. We were we were defensively solid. We were attacking. We were scoring goals. And we knew that, like you say, every time we made a mistake, Lee would let us know, but we'd let ourselves know as well as players. And he had that other thing called passion as well. He booted the, yeah. the, the sign yeah. and smashed yeah. his toe up. He jumped into the crowd yeah. after the Bolton game. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 you know, that's, that's what Birmingham City fans want. They want, they want that. They want a Barry Fry. Richard, what's your thoughts? No, I think, I think absolutely right. I, I think I'd take Lee Clark over Karanka, to be mm. honest with you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, 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 I think you would. I think, I think I, I would as well. Agree, mate. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, think... I think the guy's passion. I mean, when you used to see him, like he he was uh, he was working from early in the morning and you know till late at night and and things mm. like that. And you could you could just see you could just see the passion in him and that he wanted to do. And he's never said a bad thing about the about no, clues, I, ever. No, you know? never, never, never. He loves the club. Yeah, he loves the club. Even though he's a Newcastle lad, you know. Yeah. 
you got to remember as well, he was working. He was working on a complete shoestring budget, wasn't he? Yeah, mm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It must have been tough. It must have been. It would have been tough for anybody to manage us at that time, wouldn't it? Yeah. But you, yeah. but you, but you can do that though. You can work on a shoestring budget because he mm. understood the players that he needed to get into Birmingham City Football Club. Yeah. So it's it's not it's not hard if you do you if you do your recruitment properly and you understand that the players want to come to Birmingham City Football Club to play for Birmingham City Football Club, then they're the players you sign. Yeah. Look what yeah. our under twenty threes are doing. Yeah, but there's yeah. there's so many, but there's so many good players out there. But it'd be wrong to put them in this in this situation, though, Nick. Yeah, it's toxic because because as soon as like they start making mistakes, that everyone comes <clears> down. <throat> yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, question. Sorry, Rob. A question for you. Yes, hand Rob. on heart. Hand on heart. Do you think Karanka gets the Blues mentality? Because I don't think he does. Watching it, watching it from the outside now. No, I don't. I don't think he quite understands. I, I, I really don't know what how he's going to turn it round. I don't. I can't see him. Do you and think it's harder for him? It's hard saying it because he's a top manager, like we've all said before. Yeah. yeah. A team like Middlesbrough promoted the way that he did it, and you come to Birmingham with the squad he's got, and they're in the bottom two. They should be nowhere near the bottom two. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Mm. No. Robert, what no. do you reckon? Do you, do you blame do you blame the squad of players? Do you blame the coaching staff? Do you blame the manager? Or is it a mixture of everything plus what's going on in the background? Everybody's that's, always, that's got to be in your mind. Everybody's got to take responsibility. Everybody. You can't, you can't, you point your finger like you're you're not doing your job, you're not doing your job, you're not doing job. Your first person you look at is yourself. You got right, to get your mask on. Yeah. Get your mask on. Right, I'll meet you at the training ground tomorrow, 8 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd have to have a COVID test first. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, you'll be more know, than that COVID test. I was just going to say, hey. in all my years going, in all my years going down there, you know, the best managers we've had have been ex-players. Apart from obviously yeah. Alex McLeish, Alex McLeish is the only one really that's done really well that wasn't an ex-player. Yes, yeah. isn't it all down to motivation? I mean, no, it's all, it's all down to management. Yeah. Karanka doesn't, yeah. doesn't ooze that sort of uh, persona, does he? That he's he can motivate players. I think he's got a manager. He's got to delegate. He's got to he's got to be there. He's got to pick the pieces up. He's got to he's got to you know give the rockets when they're due. He's got to be the shoulder to cry on when that's needed. He's got to be yeah. and, and everything. And if and, and if you can't do that, I don't think you should be in football management. And that squad just looks disorientated. It's just just yeah. it's falling apart at the seams. Yeah. No, you're spot we're just, I'm we're just, not we're just, because I'm never negative, Paul, am I, normally? Not really, no, but we are literally collapsing every time we can see the goal. And, you know, that is worrying. It does worry mm. me. Yeah. 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 You know, all the other teams around us are picking up as well. Um, so, yeah, it don't look good, does it? I just think if nothing changes, then nothing's going to change. No, no, no. We're no. just going to carry on like this for the rest of the season and get relegated. We've, we've, yeah. Chris Brown. We've, we've missed about 300 questions, I'm afraid. So Chris Brown. We'll try and catch up. Yep. Nearly 11 years we've been doing this now, mm-hmm. and we ain't <laughs> really, or oh, West Ham 3 0, oh. and we ain't really in, in those, well, since we got relegated, we've, we've not had a, a vast amount to shout at. We've had a nice spells, they're good spells, and this something of uh, you know, the lads get stuck in. And but like, it, it, it just seems time after time after time now, new manager comes in and we're sinking. Yeah, it's like it's See, like Nick, panic. Nick, Nick, you've just said there, West Ham three 0 Look at them in fourth in the Premier League. With our old owner, but they got our old owners there. I know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they nearly got relegated last year, didn't they, West Ham? I know. Yeah. 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 
nearly got relegated. So it's it, it can change. I really do hope it changes, fellas, because I, I absolutely love the time at my. Club. I know you do, mate. Absolutely mm. love the club to bits. Like all the clubs. I'm really joking, you man. I really, Sorry. I really do hope that, and I just think it just needs a, a scrappy one 0 win just to get, get everything going. I mean, it's about winning. Football's just about winning. Yeah, winning the game. Yeah. Doesn't matter yeah. what what style of football you play. It doesn't matter how you get the result. It's about getting the three points. That's all. It, that's all that matters. Getting them three yeah. points, and I think that's what they need to do now. Is that they need to play ugly? Or yeah. ugly. I know they're playing ugly, but they need to play yeah. ugly. Yeah. 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 I'll never forget yeah. what Martin. I'll never forget what Martin Granger said, Robert, when we had him on the show. He absolutely hates the word philosophy. Yeah. And yeah. football is just about having the right players and the right dressing room and the right mentality. What he said. Yeah, mentality, Paul. Mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I want it. I want it and I'm going to have it. Yeah. But players, players nowadays, players nowadays want to be coached. They want to be coached. They want to understand. They want to know. Because the game's changing so much, these players need to know more information than they've ever done. Where back <clears> in the <throat> days, there was no technology. There was no analysis. <clears throat> now you've got everything, everything in front of you. So you've got to make the most of that. That's what you've got to be using. You, right, why are we making these mistakes? Like, as, <clears throat> as, a, as a back four, if, I, if I'm the defensive coach... I'm putting all the defenders in, and I'm 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 speaking to them and asking them questions about why is this a goal? What what's going on here? What you what you thinking here? You have mm. a conversation with them, right? We're going to go out on the training pitch and we're going to we're going to do this. We're going to practice it and then see how many goals we can see. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I'm going to try and get a few questions in, uh, and I know please, Chris, because my computer's crashed again. I know passion is passion is running uh, high. Uh, Jerry Gill says. Our club has lost its identity on and off the pitch, lads. Jerry, we had, Jerry, Jerry. We always had a connection, players, staff, supporters, and even our owners back in the day. An understanding of a core value, work ethic, football matters, says mm. says Jerry. Uh, I'll just I'll just pinch you off uh, off YouTube as well because it seems to be quite busy on there as well. Um, okay, uh, Robbo, do you believe we would get higher up the table if we played with a bit more creative freedom? I see Karanka and he doesn't even do the basics like pushing full-backs up with wingers. What do you think, Robbo? Yeah, definitely. I, I feel I feel the team the team that's uh, the team of players they've got it, it can be so dangerous in this championship. Mm. I, I, th- I think I said it on a podcast before. When you look at Watford's attacking line, you look at Norwich's attacking line, Bournemouth's, Birmingham's attacking lines up there with the quality that they've yeah. got. You've got Sanchez, mm. you've got Bella, you've got Juki, you've got Hogan, you've got John mm. Terrell, you've got um, Hanovic. You've yeah. got exciting players in your team. You've mm. got you've got players like Pedersen, Maxine, that bomb on. Mm. It's just yeah. it's just about having that balance then behind and, and it's and it's work. Yeah. You Thing is though, you, you can't play one up front in a Birmingham City football team. It doesn't work. It's never worked for us. Right, and you can't put two strikers on, <clears throat> take two wingers off. Fundamental nah. basics, mate. Is it more frustrating as a player, Robert? You, I'm guessing you've played in a four-four-two and a four-two-three-one, haven't you? I've played in loads of formations. I played like I love, I love three-five-two. That was my that was my best formation that I played was three-five-two. Yeah, because you could get the overload all over the pitch. <clears throat> um, but yeah. again, you've got to coach that. You've got to drill that into the team, and they they've all got to understand it. Every player that plays that that role has got to understand what their responsibilities are on, on in a formation. But it's any formation mm. you could play. You could you could buy. I mean, you just mm. look at Pep's Guardiola's team with with the players that he buys in. They all buy into what the manager wants. They yeah. might have played other formations at another club, but he brings them into the formation that he knows 
and he knows he'll get the best out of the players and he drills it into them. Now, now it's fluid. That's all it is. It's fluid because they're mm. used to it. And if he, if they're not doing it, Pep's like, right, get off you go. You're not yeah. what I thought you were. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You've mm. got to just not work. You've got to drill it into the players and get them to understand this is the formation we're playing. And, and that's been the problem. Crank has he's changed the team too much. He's changed the formation quite a lot from going to a five, <laughs> then to a four, to, to a one, to a two up top. Then you take the wingers off. It's You've got to have that. The players, well, hold on a minute. What's going on there? But what we, what mm. we doing? They're confused. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I say, I mean, week after week, it changes for no reason. You know what I mean? It's just... Yeah. It's, 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 it's baffling at times. Yeah, it is, it is, it is mm. baffling at times. Off the thoughts on our fan cam there, then Richard, come on in on that one. Which one? About <laughs> the formation change. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I think um, I, I would imagine if, if you're a player that it would be very difficult to sort of um, concentrate on what you're doing if uh, and and be sort of prepared for a game, you know, um, if you don't know if you're going to be playing from one week to the next, you know, that if you've had a good game last week, I'd imagine a lot of these players don't know if they'll be playing next, you know, the following game or the game mm. after that or or whatever, you know. Mm. Yeah. I suppose I don't, I don't think playing one up front is, is the answer. He, he, he's, more of a, he's more of a defensive manager. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I remember um, us, Richard. I remember us doing well with that though with Donaldson up front when Robbo was playing. We did, you know, when we, we had did, the four-two-three-one yeah. under Rowie. But I think the team seemed to move forward more as a unit and move back yeah. as a unit when they were attacking and defending. Yeah, under Karanka, it seems to be the back line is too far back, midfield and yes. too deep, yeah. and and the you know the strikes are left isolated. We've seen it before, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. seen it before. Yeah. Sorry to put in, but even with even with, even with Clayton up front, we still look more of a threat. Yeah, At the moment, we, we're just like a juggernaut with no ideas, and we're just all over the place. And it's just mm. well, just seem to be going the wrong way round a roundabout. Yeah, with that, though, with that though, Mark is that uh, Gary Gary had the team programmed to get up and support Clayton. Clayton was never isolated. So no, when, yeah. when you look at it, we had two wingers in Cots and Magoma. You had Clayton in the box, but you had John Terrell getting in the box as well, and then you had another. Yeah. Player. So it's that that was the way that we had that was the way that we would we were coached we understood and we we moved up the pitch together as a unit that's how that's yeah. how we work together. Mm. So yeah. you, can, you can play with the one up top, but you have got to get more bodies around to help them. So if you play with Juki yeah. up top there, and and you play with John Terrell, you got to expect John Terrell to get in and around Juki or or someone quicker like Alan, like like Halovich, right? You yeah. get up there, like Dan Crowley as well exciting players who are and you've got Ivan and you've got Jeremy coming off the wings as well they're supporting from the outside coming in and then you've got your fullbacks bombing on on the outside then you've got the two centre arse and you've got your two city midfield players right you four there you've got to be the communicators and you've got to be the leaders mm. if one of my fullbacks don't mm. need to be bombed on get him in get him back with you yeah. and get him tucked in so then you've got the three and the two there it's, mm. it's so not- with that then Robbo we could simply because we've got those players easily go 4-4-2 or Three five two. We could do it. Yeah, but mm. you got you got to coach it. You got to tell them. Mm. Just, just go on, here, Robert. I don't understand this, then, mate. Right? Does a footballer really need to be told? No, because to once the, the only the only times you need to comp- is the man management skills. So you, <clears> you, <throat> you need to have a relationship with the players. You can't give them the cold shoulder. You can't expect to not talk to them if they're not in the team. You've got to have 
You've got to have communication with them and tell them, you're not quite just doing this yet. So have that communication with them. Mm. Players respect the manager more if you've got that. Mm. If you don't, if you don't get no word back from the manager, then what, what, what am I doing wrong? Because you're not really explaining to me what I'm doing wrong. I don't, I don't understand. I'm not in the team. The team's struggling, but yet you're not telling me if I'm doing something wrong. So like, where, where do I stand? You, you, you've always got to be, and there's, there's going to be some times where you're going to have to be ruthless. But mm. for me, is also when the team's winning, it doesn't change. You keep Do you think we've lost that ruthlessness? You've got to be ruthless. Do you think we've lost it at the minute? Yeah, I think we've lost that aggression. I think we've lost the Birmingham way of we're always in players' faces. I think it's become nicey-nicey, mm. you have the ball and I'm not. But then again, you lose a player like Keithton Bell, so what do you expect? Oh, uh, yeah, what, what, what's your yeah. opinions on him going? But when, he, when, he, when he left, I, was, I couldn't believe it. Mm. I literally, I was gobsmacked at a player with Keithton Bell. Okay, if his contract was up in the end of the season, then... So what? If, if Keith wants to move on, you keep him at Birmingham City till the end of the season yeah. because he's your heartbeat yeah. in midfield. Yeah. He brought, the, he brought the best out of Sunjic as well. Yeah. But then you got yeah. Dave Davis. Dave Davis was there as well. Another player who was sitting in the uh, in the reserves. Yeah. He would run for a brick wall for your teammate. Yeah. Yeah. Touching on... Yeah. Sorry, Robbo. Touching on a minute ago, you said about Crowley. Were you shocked when he went? Would you have kept him around? It was strange. It was a strange decision, but new managers, I, I totally understand it. New managers bring their own players in and, and they want mm. to play them ahead of the players that are there. So mm. I, I can understand that Halovic was coming in, Dan Crowley, similar players. Okay. You got John Terrell <laughs> there as well. Is Dan naturally a winger? Not, I don't quite think so because he roams no. quite a lot. So for me, More he's best position to 10. Mm. And you get the best out of Dan Crowley mm. playing him in his better position, which is that, that role. But he had that Brom spirit, though, didn't he? Well, yeah. he, he knew. He understood. He's from yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Like, think about this then, Robert, right? Maybe. Is it because, like, us bunch of nutters ain't there, like, giving it up at all, like we do on a Saturday and a Tuesday, no matter what? Like, do, 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 do you think that... I don't know. I don't know. I know everybody else is in the same boat, but you know what St. Andrews is like when it's on fire. Yeah. Everyone's in the same boat, but flip Birmingham fans, they need the fans behind them. Hmm. The, the team needs Birmingham City fans behind them because they know in a good mood or a bad mood, mate. I tell you, it doesn't matter. I used to love playing. I used to love playing with the abuse. I used to love playing when we were, we were up on top and everyone was like cheering. And it's football. You get on with it. Yeah, we, on have, with it. we have bad results. We accept it as a as a. We accept it together. The fans are angry. We're angry. We don't. Yeah, we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't. We didn't take it personally. That do you know what? Today wasn't our day. We didn't play well. And we give the opposition maybe just a little bit too much respect. Of course, you don't take it personally. No, it's not personal. Oh, right? not personal. It's, it's passion, it's the badge, it's the colour, it's the fucking stadium, it's everything, Mark. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I, mean, I, I see I see the body language on the players. The players look so dejected when we concede, and there's nobody giving anybody a rocket on the pitch, which is what they need. Mm. Not as well, but from the sidelines, just like a little yeah. bit of inspiration from the sidelines. And we can't. You can't just look at Itor for that as well. I mean, how many coaches no. do you bring in? Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all sat behind him. And like I say, they're all in the same the same mannerisms. You know, it's, you see other managers. Happy. You see other managers, Mark. You see other assistants. They're on the touchline. If the manager's yeah. not saying it, yeah. he's just look, saying it. Look at Luton's yeah. manager the weekend. Jones, he was yeah, Nathan Jones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. just, I just, I just think at the moment it's just there's just something not right behind the scenes, and it doesn't. It doesn't just look like it's going to end well. Simple as that. It doesn't. It's not. No. 
and and that's the that's the that's the like the hurting thing for me is mm. is that can I can I leave the Zoom call and just go into my bedroom and cry? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so it makes you feel though. Uh, not, it, it, you just feel rich. I mean, you you're a blues yeah. fan, mate. Yeah, yeah. Man, I tell you what, I've been there since '73. You know, mm. long before you were even born, and, mm-hmm. and uh, I I've been through the Kumars, I've been through the Wildens, and this something like that. I haven't seen anything as dire as this. Never, no. ever, ever. No. Been I mean, to well, yeah. old Division Three. Yeah, we scraped back out of it. Yeah, we got yeah. to the Premier League. Yeah, we won the Carling Cup. But then all mm. of a sudden, we implode again. Yeah, I, I just think that in a lot of, while the while the owners are there, the club's finished. You know what I mean? And yeah. it's going to take a long time to put that yeah. right. You know, when you look at the financial side of it. Um, well, we're, yeah. I don't know. I just I just feel like the club's finished until until that happens, you know, and God knows how long they're gonna stay here for because they don't seem to I mean I mean they had an he had an interview the other day and none of the questions really for, for Dong were in my opinion asked or answered, no. you know what I mean? No. Um no, no. bring him on here. I'll ask him the what's questions. The ambition? Mm-hmm. What's the ambition? What's the you know, the long term plan? You know, the game, yeah. the club yeah. There's nothing. It's just oh. no, no. I, I think that I think that interview was all wrong. I think, I think Chris we, Brown. We were, to, we were totally left out on that. Chris, totally. I want Craig Courtney to get Mr. Wren on the show, oh. right? And I ain't gonna funny about like Radio West Midlands do or anybody else. I will ask him, and Paul will ask him, and Mark will ask him, yeah. and you will ask him the questions that we as fans need and want answering. Can I ask him? It's, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that he's going to answer. It's not, it's not that he's going to give us the answer we want. But Chris Brown, we can give him a question. Have, as of this moment in my life, once again, stopped eating Chinese food. That's it. I'm having no more. I'm having. <laughs> I'm having no, I don't want no Chinese food. Hmm? No prawn crackers. You can stick your wang tong. I don't want nothing. I right? Prawn crackers. Though. I'll take the. <laughs> I do like the spare ribs, though. Oh, I'm there. I had something on Saturday. Mm. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm going I'm to resist. No, no, I'm off. I want everybody, every Birmingham City fan, <laughs> to boycott <laughs> Chinese food. You can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we've just gone off here. Of course, it's tongue-in-cheek, you know that, yeah, Of course you? it is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I, I said I said to Richard at the start of the show, before we, well, at the start, before we came live, you know, we're both, and, and anybody older than us as well, and just a little bit younger, is honoured to have seen us play in the Premier League, finish ninth, yeah. win the league, win the League Cup, yeah. you know, win yeah. the Carling Cup, and and, and 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 I genuinely don't think the way it's going, I'm ever going to see in my life. I'm 42 now. Am I ever going to see us any better than that in my life than what I've already seen? I genuinely <laughs> no. don't think I am. Nor me. Nor me. Richard has just asked, um, do you have the money to buy us out? Um, <laughs> <Not bad. laughs> We've probably got a That's in my kids' pension, that is. Not <laughs> that. Hang on, the Tilton Road's falling to bits, the cops falling to bits. It's only going to cost £6.83. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Pete Tallis says you're making, you're making him hungry now. Uh, yeah, Robbo, let's have a chat about your time with us anyway. You signed originally for a, was it four, was it a month? Month, month to yeah. month, yeah. Amazing, weren't it really, how it all Crazy. finished up and how long you was with us? 
Yeah. It was, it was just weird because I didn't have a club when I left Bolton. So it was, um, so I was training by myself. I had trials. So clubs, clubs were like offering trials and not obviously wanting to sign you considering where you'd been and what you'd done. Um, yeah. Clubs were still like, no, we just need to look at you and, and see what you like. Uh, so yeah, I was going in on trials at football clubs and um, yeah, it just wasn't, it wasn't happening for some reason. Um, yeah. So yeah, then I started training by myself, uh, just going around long runs around the lanes. And then um, Danny Dicchio, who I played with at West Brom, was out in Toronto. So he called me and he said, Robbo, look, the manager wants to have a look at you. Can you come out for five days? Um, he said, we'll, we'll, we'll bring the family out as well, just so they can have a look around the place. So I took, I took my wife and I took the two eldest boys out with me. And we had a look around. It was lovely. The training, training was like facilities were amazing. Um, and, it, and it was, yeah, it was going, I couldn't play in any games, so I just trained. Um, and then obviously it came to the end of the, the trial and the, they sort of offered me a contract, but it just wasn't, I just, I just wanted to be in England. I just wanted to, to stay, like my loyalties had been all through my English career was playing through the leagues and enjoying the, the, like the competitiveness of the, of the divisions. And I, and I just didn't feel it was right to go over there and, and what they were offering as well wasn't suitable for the family. So I just came back and I just trained again by myself. And then Clarkie called me just out of the blue because um, loads of defensive injuries. Yeah. Can we come in and have a look at you, Rob? And I was like, yeah, no problems, Lee. So yeah, just came in and, and, and it went from there. Yeah. Month to month, obviously making a debut against Brighton and winning one nil. And yeah, I was just, I was just fitted in because obviously David Murphy was out with a knee injury. Um, mm. And I was just basically the stopgap for that until he was fit. And then, uh, and then whatever would be, would be. So, yeah, and then obviously Clarkie said, no, you're getting another month, and then another month happened, and then it turned to the end of the season, and then it went from there, eight mm. years on. Yeah. Did you, did yeah. you know Clarkie before yeah. that? Only, I only played against, well, just from playing against Clarkie over the years. Um, oh. and it was funny because I had a phone call with him when I'd left Bolton in the summer, um, and he was sort of like, we were having a chat, and he said, look, Rob, he said, I'd love to bring you in, but we've obviously got David Murphy. You're not really going to play in front of him. And then I've got Mitch Hancock, a young lad coming through. Mm, so mm. He, he was always honest with me. Lee was always honest. And it was like, nah, that's fair mm. enough. Brilliant. Um, but he said, but if anything changes, I'll, I'll keep in touch. And then all the injuries happened and he gave me a call. So it went from there. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Not that I like to see a player get injured, but I'm, I'm, dead, I'm, dead, I'm dead glad you did spend some time with us, mate, because it was cracking. Superb. Yeah, um, no. Richard, uh, but, tell us all about yourself then for two minutes. Oh, yeah, go on, what? Richard. Because you're on what? fan cam. What's on, that? What, what do you want me to talk about, the Blues? Well, did, did Lee Clark try to sign you, Richard? Tell us about yourself. Did Lee Clark try to sign you? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> who's, uh, your favorite, who's your favourite ever player? Oh, God. Um, favourite ever player there's probably been a few to be honest probably um, in the but don't say Robbo because you sat there probably probably there's probably a few to be honest from different eras probably Dugarry and Forsell from the Premier League mm. yeah um, great Jose, times Jose Dominguez from the the old third division mm. um, yeah, you know I think the front three of Furlong, Adibola and Undlove were fantastic for us you know, in, oh, the, yeah. in the late 90s. Awesome. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you played against them, all but... these, Robbo, didn't you? For, for Watford yeah. and Baggies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Who was the best, who was the best player you ever played? Who was the best player you ever played uh, against for us? So when you played against yeah. us, who was the well, best Pete, player you ever played against? Peter Undlove was definitely up there. Peter Undlove yeah. was... Yeah, Jeff, fast 
Jeff Billy Wiz. was always a he was always a threat when he big Jeff. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Jeff, um, there was there was like you say, you've had so many good players over the years. Um, Barry Ferguson. Yeah. Just just so many good good players. Mikel Fussell, obviously, I didn't play against him when he was at Blues, but then I played I played with him at Leeds when I went on loan. Oh yeah yeah yeah. But I always used to play against him and. Yeah, I mean, what a, what a great guy. I mean, and a, and a finisher. Great finisher. Oh, great Super. player. Kev Phillips, yeah. one mate of as well. Kev Phillips was a great player for Blues oh. when he over the years. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Loved him. Yeah. 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 And Stan Lazaridis, what a winger he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, was yeah. A, he, was a, he was a nightmare to Mark as well. Mm. He was just so direct. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, Richard, back to you for a minute, mate. Um, we do, we, as, as fan camp, we need yeah. to know all about you. Uh, who are you? What do you do? Uh, we want your bank details, your PIN number. <laughs> <laughs> you won't get much out of that. Rich, he ain't joking. Um, he ain't joking. Yeah, I know. It's all right. <laughs> uh, so start from the beginning. You've been a Blues fan since? Um, probably. Well, I was born in 1979. Um, I've been a Blues fan probably since 1991. Yeah, yeah. Um, since the the Leyland Daft Cup final, that was the first game game I ever saw live. And no, when, when, yeah, yeah. Really, man. Um, oh, my, what a day! What a day! What a fantastic day! And I was hooked after that. And the first game I saw at St Andrews was against um, Watford, nineteen ninety two, um, mm. and it was a two two draw. And I think Paul Furlong scored twice. Uh, John Frame scored. Paul Pettisolido scored. It was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah. Mm. Um, and I've like loved loved the um, I remember going to the Blues Villa game ninety three ninety four in the uh, ten pound fine ten sorry, pound fine you said the word we told you that's no why you want my pin number in it that's why you want my bank details in um, okay Blues and you know them lot down the road the the uh, what was it the Coca Cola Cup wasn't it second oh, yeah. leg first yeah. leg. Yeah. Mm. Um, what a night that was! But I remember yeah. it well. Yeah. Brain is yeah. penalty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was behind that. Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll presents the Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week, you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday wherever you get your podcasts and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. I was behind that, yeah. So where, where do you sit now then so that when, you get, when we get back to St. Andrews all your... Uh, all your 
listeners tonight will recognise you from fan cam and they'll completely, and and completely ignore you. They'll, they'll, all, they'll all buy you a completely bar. Yeah, they'll completely ignore you now, Richard. Um, <laughs> that's it, yeah. Well, that's if the Tilton's still there now as it fell down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably up in, the tilt, up in the Tilton corner, mate, usually. So. Right, OK, so it's Tilton Cop Corner. Yeah, yeah, top corner. Okay, yeah. Next time we down, then we'll look out for you, bud. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> mate. Nice. Yeah, lovely, sweet ass. And uh, if ever you ran bar eight before the uh, before the start of the game, we're always in there. Uh, just just walk into bar eight, turn right. Wonderful group of disabled supporters there. My absolutely lovely, lovely friends uh, from Accessi Blues, and uh, we always stand, have a quick pint and a chat and a laugh. And uh, you know, we may have to stand two meters apart, but you know. You can still throw a glass further than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nick, Nick, I've been, right. asked, I've been, I've been asked to say that um, Lillian had a great 100th birthday. Oh man, what, what a response! And to say thank you to everybody. Do you know how many cards she got? No, I, I think it was in the ten, thousands. It was in the thousands. thousands wasn't it? it was in yeah. the thousands. Ten, ten and a half thousand. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I'd got look. I live sixty mile away from Brum, and people in my own town were sending on. Mm. How nice is that? How lovely! That's what. Fantastic. That's what the Blues family. Right, Robbo. Just to let you know, Lillian was a hundred last week, yeah. Yeah? yeah, and she is the last in her complete family line. So there is nobody after Lillian. She's got no sisters, no brothers, no children, grandchildren, etc., etc., etc. And she was a hundred. So obviously, she wasn't going to get many cards. So this young lady put a, a request out and sent us a message saying, you know, can you put a request on the show that, that we could send uh, Lillian a card? And, well, I messaged the girl back. I said, Bab, you better make sure your postman's got strong arms. <laughs> thousands <laughs> upon thousands of cards. Brilliant. What is an absolute wonderful response. Sorry? Is she a big Blues fan, is she? Uh, I, I did, do you know what? I didn't even bother. I don't, I don't think she's a football fan. don't think no, she was. No, no, I don't think she was. I didn't even bother checking it out. Yeah. I think it was the fact that touched us, like, was it? Was it She's the last in the line, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you look, if you look back at your lineage, yeah. you're if you're the last in the line, then you have come from man's creation right way back then to now. You know, and that's it. It stops at that. Mm. It stops at that. And 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 for fans and, and random people and. Lots of other people did a tremendous job in uh, in getting that lady a hundredth birthday that she well deserved. God bless her. God bless yeah, her. Bless yeah, her. I haven't I haven't had over a thousand cards since Valentine's Day, nineteen ninety nine. You did. <laughs> it's a shame you sent them all to yourself, isn't it? <laughs> can you, Nick? Yeah. Can you explain your wrist injury, please? Yes, I can. Right. Um, as you can see, I've damaged myself, ladies and gents. Uh, I fell over. I was not drunk. I wasn't drunk. It was I midday. Believe, I don't believe that. Exactly. And I've got, exactly. got a mask on. And I could you know, that little bit of vision that you lose at the bottom yeah, of your yeah. eye? Yeah. I didn't realise there was a curb there. And I went down the curb. And believe me, I went down that curb. Yeah. Uh, I was perfectly OK till after my dinner, had a bath. Had a little nap, woke up, and my oh. goodness gracious me, the pain was off the scale. So I cr- I've, I've cracked two bones, one in my top of my little finger, the bottom of my little finger, and one in my top of my thumb. And uh, I came home and a certain individual started laughing. Yeah. I wonder who that was. Oh, so, oh, so over there. Yeah. You wonder who it was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I said to her, listen to this, boys and girls. I said to her, look, do not laugh at me. God's on my side at the moment, yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. 
the following day she fell down the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> can, we do, um, we're all laughing? can we do some live can we do some live questions? Now? A few yeah, okay. for you, brother. Nick, hasn't she got something to do in the kitchen? Yeah. Carry on. <laughs> Ray Hobro's asking you, what was your favourite pair of boots to wear over the years? Well, I used to love the old Puma Kings, the, the, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, with the tongue, white tongue over. Yeah, yeah, I remember them. <laughs> Lovely pair of boots. And then, yeah. uh, and then I went to Adidas, so Adidas, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Paul, I've got a question that came in earlier today, and he's just, re- just reminding me, have I asked it yet? And I said, no, I haven't. So, okay, uh, I want to post a question that goes on. As a captain of a side, is it your job to go in front of the media? The captain re- represents the community you are playing for, in my opinion. George Friend should be the captain. He has the guts to speak out to us Blues fans, and I respect that. People like Dean, Peds and Roberts should have left the clubs years ago. So what he's asking yeah. is, is, should the captain be coming forward and, uh, you know, in front of the media and explaining mm-hmm. why they're crap. The, captain, yeah, the, captain, the captain's normally the one who, um, the one who like, has to do all the... The media side of it, but yeah, yeah. I, I believe that it should be rotated for everyone. I think all the players should be should be able to do it because, it, like you say, it shouldn't be just one person all the time because you do get sick and tired of hearing your own voice all the time. Mm. And saying if you, you do when you're on the, when you're on the camera, you feel like you're saying the same thing all the time. And it's if you mm-hmm. if you just rotate with different players, then at least the fans are having a connection with every single player that's doing the interview. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I don't get to my voice. I've been DJing since 1976. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, oh, and, some, and also, he, asking, um, who was Robbo's best mate in the Blues squad whilst he was there, and, and who was the jo- who was the biggest joker at the Blues? Who's that from, Paul? That's from Sam Mullet. Thank you. No, the biggest the biggest joke was definitely Paul Caddis. Caddy was the he was the biggest joker. Um, he, he used to have a, like a laugh and a joke and play a few pranks. Um, but no, I got on with everyone. I I, I tried to make everyone my mate. Yes, yeah, sometimes it, it was never going to happen because everyone's different, but. I wanted to get on with every single one of the players. Um, that was my job as well as captain was to, to to take the leadership and take the ownership in, in making everyone welcome. So yeah, I used to I used to love spending loads of time with all the lads. Good crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mark Johnston's asking, what was it like from where you were stood looking at the away and when Caddy scored? Can you give us any recollections? Yeah, it was it was crazy. I mean, just just to see the atmosphere like go it explode the way it did. I mean, it, it's it's what the Blues fans are all about, isn't it? That's what that's what they bring. That's what they bring to the party, as I call it, because uh, yeah. win, lose or draw, they're always right behind you. No matter what, they get right behind you and they sing their hearts out until the last minute. So, well, yeah. Quick one from me then, Robbo. What was the atmosphere like at that Fulham game? The Fulham game? Yeah. Well, my, my last game at... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was... That was, um, that was totally different, that was. That was obviously... Yeah, I mean, I cried my eyes out when I when I got home. Um, it's just yeah. emotional, emotional day to to know yeah. that's your last ever professional football game that you're going to play. And yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was it was a fantastic opportunity. And Gary Monk, I mean, he didn't need to do what he did, but he did, and it was it was he a did, great, yeah, and credit to him. And yeah. you know what, you did it in front of the Tilton, the cop, yeah. Yeah. the main stand, everyone. Yeah. Well, what I call the railway stand, but it's the, the Gilmerick stand, mm-hmm. right? And I was there with two generations of my family, my son, two of my sons and my granddaughter, right? So that's three generations I've stood there watching. The only issue I had was I couldn't hear what you were saying uh, when, when you did your speech. And uh, I have caught up with that since. And you know what? The power and the emotion and the, and, the, and the love that you had for our club while you was there, 
And it is our club. It's everybody's club. It's Richard's club. Yeah. It's Mark's club. It's Chris's club. It's Paul's club. It's everybody that's listening's club on here tonight. And Robbo, it's your club because you're a part of it and you know yeah. that. But to, to come out that day and, and we needed that win against Fulham and we got it and we got it at St Andrews and we got it in style and we said goodbye to our team captain. Bang. What a day. What a memory. Super. Great day. Great day. Not, not, not nice to say goodbye to the team captain, Paul, but you know, yeah. the memory's there, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah, it was a it was a great day and it was a great way for you to retire, wasn't it? And, and, and you know, great great way to finish. Yeah, well, no, I couldn't have asked for a better um a better send-off. For me, it, that was a tough year for me, that was in the sense of is that I still felt that I could give a lot. Um I was sort of pushed down the coaching road when I really wasn't thinking about that. That wasn't my that wasn't my goal. Um, I know that I love doing the bits and pieces of coaching when I needed to do it, but that was it needed to be on my terms. I didn't yeah. want people making decisions for me because at the end of the day, yeah. it's their decision to make. It's mine. Yeah. And I just felt that I was like pushed into a little bit of a corner of, right, you're going to go on the coaching side of it. Again, great experience for me. I loved it, but it's not how I wanted it to be. And I wanted to, yeah. I wanted to carry on playing until I knew that my legs were was enough, was enough for me. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, when, when obviously when Gary came in then, my first, my first um, knock on the door was to him and saying, look, I'm still a player, Gary. I'm not a coach. Yeah. My love is to still play. I, I feel great and I want to help you out as much as I can to get us out of trouble. Yeah. And he put me straight back into training. He went, Robbo, get, get your training kit on. You're going straight back into training. Yeah. He didn't involve me uh, until the last game of the season. But what he did was he gave it. He he gave me my opportunity to say goodbye the right way. That's what he did. Yeah, that's your decision as well, don't it? You know what I mean. When you stop something, right? As long as it's within your control. Yeah. Yeah. You stop something. It's got to be at your time when you know that you've done all you can. Your time's up. You know, if you you do any more, you're probably going to injure yourself beyond belief or something. Mm. But another question I've got for you, right? As a person, right? Just as a human being. Take away the fact that you're a professional footballer, you've been on TV, you've done this, you've done that. Take all that away. But as a humble, humble person, and you're stood on that football pitch doing your job, it's all you're doing is your job, you're at work, yeah? Yeah. What is it like when 30,000 people are shouting, Robbo, Robbo, Robbo? (laughs) It gives you goosebumps. It's it's, it's, it's just a surreal feeling. I get that, mate, honestly, I promise you. Yeah. It's uh, it is. It's like you you don't expect it as a kid. It was when I was growing up. That was what I wanted to do. That was my mm-hmm. job. But then, like you say, when every club that I went to, I wanted to leave an imprint of me in that football club, and that was to understand the club, to understand the fans of what they wanted, and and for me as the player was to give my all. That was that is all I wanted out of my life. That was it, and and to be a normal guy. That's that's who I that's who I still see myself as is now. He's not not that footballer. I see myself as just a normal human being who, who's like everyone else who wants to go. Yeah, we, we, I mean, we do, mate. That's why we talk to you like we yeah. do, you know. And there's so, no yeah. answers, as like, as you know, we're just fans. We're just four or five blokes in a room. And, and you know, I'm talking to you. You're Paul Robinson. You're talking to me. My name's Nick. We're having a conversation, mate. That's what it's all about, isn't it? You know, but that special moment when it's your name and, as, you know, you, you, you've just performed that one ultimate part of that game, and then the whole place erupts with your name. That must be absolutely astounding. I can hear everybody yeah. shouting, Spoolie, Spoolie, Spoolie. <laughs> All of them. No, 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 they're not. No, no, they're not. They're, not. they're, 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 they're shouting something similar, but it's not that. No. <laughs> <laughs> Ro- 
but we had a nice uh, nice comment earlier from Kevin Tomlinson thanking you for signing his uh, portrait. Oh yeah, um, oh yeah, Kev. Yeah, he brought the artwork into the training room. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He just, he just said, you know, can we thank you for him because he was very grateful. Yeah, I'll raise money yeah. for his charity. Yeah, no, my pleasure. That's nice, isn't it? Fantastic, that was. Yeah. Brilliant. Going back to the uh, the media side of stuff, Paul, did you enjoy that? Because some players, I'd imagine, would roll their eyes and think, "Oh God, here we go." But do you sort of embrace it? And, and you know, yeah, I love it. I love it because I love I love the analysis side of the game. I like watching games. I like um, mm-hmm. breaking it down bit by bit. Right, what's wrong? What's right? Just, just you always. That's my brain. That's the way my brain works. My brain's always, always been in that. I mean, that was what I did when I was with the twenty threes. It was right. How can I get these group of young kids to understand winning? What what's the winning feeling? Like, where, how far do you want to go in your careers? What do you want to do right? Yes, there's going to be some wrongs, but we'll learn from them. But I used to just study games. The opposition that was coming up was right. Are we going? Are we going to beat these? So yeah, when when obviously when I'm doing the media stuff, it's just it's great because you you you're observing games and you and you're just giving your honest opinion. That's all it is. It's it, it it's like you say you don't mean any harm by it. It's just what you see. Yeah, you don't want to offend people. Yeah. No, but I don't care if I offend people because it's hey. like, like you say, it's football. Everyone has an opinion. People, people offended me when I was playing, but I never took it. I never took it to heart. Obviously, I tell you what. I'll tell you what, Robbo. I'll put my poorly hand up and say I probably did. Hey, that's, you know what? I'm not being funny, right? Everyone's done. Everyone's got their. Everyone's got their their right to I'm, opinionate. I'm part of twenty odd thousand people. Twenty five thousand people. Yeah. Watching my football club, so I'm part of a team. I'm part of that team of people, mm. right? And my opinion's mine. It ain't always right. Mm. Oh, hang on. Mm. <laughs> no, <that> ain't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know what? If you give somebody some criticism, two minutes later you're lauding them. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely true. It's, it's, it's like emotions, isn't it? the emotions of the game. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I get very. I used to be my biggest critic. I used to do so. If I played a game and everyone was like, "Oh, Robbo, you was amazing today," I wouldn't. I would still go home and watch my performance and think, ah, "I could have done that bit better," because mm. that was just me. I just, I analysed my own my own game and how I could have been better for my teammates. What I could have been. That's, that's that's man management. That's your own personal management, isn't it? Yeah, that's but that's me. That's my drive. I wanted to be a perfectionist in what I did, and it was mm. never going to be. It, that was never going to happen because you don't. You make mistakes. That's normal. But it's how do you react to mistakes? I'm a professional barber. I, I, I reckon you should take up professional beard trimming, mate. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. If you want to be the best, <laughs> <of> the best. <laughs> Chris, oh, Chris cool. should we do? Um, should we do the U? Ooh. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no problem, so what are we yeah. doing now, Robbo? We've got um, an ex-player. Um, Chris is going to play. A little clip of him talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've got to guess who it is. Now, the clue is Robbo has played with him. So, Robbo, I don't if you know. get it, it's, it's for our viewers only to get it. But if you get it, Robbo, tell us the first letter of his surname. First letter of his surname? Yeah, okay. if you know who it is, yeah. Okay, we all ready? Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah, um, it was under difficult conditions. Uh, but, you know, we have to work on these conditions because it could be like that in the first game of the season. So, yeah, no, it was another good workout and another good win. Mm. Mm. Go again, Chris. Do it once more. Yeah, fan of any age, probably in their top five, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely extraordinary night. What are your memories of it generally? Well, I oh, hang on, that's the wrong one. It was under difficult conditions, uh, but you know we have to work on these conditions because it could be like that in the first game of the season. So, yeah, no, it was another good workout and another good win. I was listening to that and thinking, who the hell's this? Did you hear that, Robbo? Yeah. 
I could hear it, yeah. Mm. Any mm. ideas? Mm. Oh, somebody's got it. Somebody's got it. Somebody's got it. Wow. Already? The voice. Yeah, someone's got it. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie Joyner's got it. But Robbo, mm. any ideas? No. We're giving him no? one more time. One more time. Give him one more time. Go on. Yeah. Um, it was under difficult conditions. Uh, but, you know, we have to work on these conditions because it could be like that in the first game of the season. So, yeah, no, it was another good workout and another good win. I ain't got a clue. Come on, Robbo. I've played with this player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you probably roasted him a couple of times. <laughs> yeah. well, how bad is this? I'm going to kick myself, and I'm going to kick myself. Yeah, um, yeah, probably. Do you want me to tell him? Go on, go on, him. Where's Thomas? Where's Thomas? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. yeah. I wouldn't have got it. Have got it. Uh, Paul, we're running a bit late tonight. Can you do you one to eleven, bud, please? Oh, yeah. So what I've asked Robbo to do is, uh, I mean, obviously, Nick, Chris, if you can put it up on the screen to remind us, Robbo was on the show just over a year ago with Tommy. If everyone remembers. And he did his 1-11 to then for Blues. So I've asked him to do a 1-11 to of the best players that he's played against with his, in his career. If we do that quickly, Robbo, then we can do the alternate Blues 1-11 to as well. Yeah, so what, you want me to name my 11 that I've played against now, yeah? yeah? Yeah, so the best 11 that you played against in your career first, yeah? Yeah, so in goal would have been David Seaman. Right, back, right back would have been Gary Neville. Left Ooh. back would have been Ashley Cole. Centre-halves would have been Yap Stam and Rio Ferdinand. Then a midfield three of Roy Keane, Stephen Gerrard and Paul Scholes with Alan Shearer, Ronaldo and <laughs> Ryan Giggs. That's a £7 billion pound team, isn't it? That's, what worth, a team, that's worth more than the City yeah. of Birmingham. <laughs> that's, a, that's a decent championship team, though, is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, could, that could do well in the Europa League, that team, I think. The manager was Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there'll, be a, there'll be another seven minutes on the end of every game. They'll play as well, then. <laughs> and a penalty. Um, yeah, so we've got we've got your first 11 that you chose um, yes. on the show, on the screen now, just to remind everybody. So what's your second 11, then? If you um, if all these players were injured, what would be your second choice 11, then? So my second choice would have been Tommy Kuzak in goal. Yeah. Uh, right back, Jonathan Spector. The left yep. back, Jonathan Grounds at left back. Yep. Centre halves would have been Stevie Caldwell and Carl Bartley. Yep. Then again, a midfield three of Keithton Bell, the, the machine. So Keithton Bell and David Davis sitting with John Terrell in front of them, playing yep. off playing off Shea Adams up top. Oh, and, then, yep. and then the wide men of David Cottrell and Jax Magoma. Blimey, blimey, blimey. So is, that, is, that, is that a better team than what we've got now? That is. Yeah. Mark, Mark, what do you think? I'd say so. I'd say, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's more, yeah, more goals in that. Yeah. Okay, manager, right. Manager, 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 Paul Robinson. <laughs> Only joking. I've got Gary Rowett. Gary Rowett was a manager, yeah. yeah. I'll chuck one in here, Paul. That well, second 11 team, yeah. right? Some very good names. But I honestly believe that we've got Equally as good quality players now, but we're not getting what we need out of them. Absolutely. Yeah, but that, these these were players that I played with. So yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah 100% the players that are there now are capable of a top six team being in the top six. In my eyes, anyway, that's 
that's that's my eyes there with what I'm saying. At least in the top six, with or just outside with with the squad you've got. Obviously, depending on injuries throughout the season and suspensions. Mm. But you've got some great young lads there that can come in as well. So you've got Caelan Boyd Munts, you've got Ryan Sturt, you've got so many Geraldo Badrami, the defender, Odin Bailey's out on loan. Again, quality young players that maybe need to run in the team as well just to get them up and going with championship football. Charlie Lakin, who's up in Scotland. Mm. But it's like it's a while ago, though. Would you want to bring them back into this toxic environment? And it is, that's, it, that's as it is at the minute. We all, we all know it is, right? All fans know that it's a toxic environment at the moment. I, I just, I just think if, 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 like you're saying, if the clubs knowing full well where, where they're going to be next year, then you, you've got to just go with the youth. You've got to give them that opportunity then towards the end mm. to prove a, to prove that they are worthy, whether they're going to be championship players for next year or whether they're going to be League One players. You've got not Blues United, but it's Chelsea two Newcastle nil. Okay. Mm. We lost yeah, Richard, Chris by the way. We have, uh, yes, he's, he's, got, he's disappeared, Richard. Sorry, yeah. can I just ask Chris a quick question, Paul? Sure, can. Yeah. Why have you got a mirror on your wall? A mirror? <laughs> well, I haven't why got a mirror. Why have you got a mirror? Well, you can't see. You can't... You've got a mirror on your wall. Yeah, well, I moved, it, I moved it. It used to be You're on the ceiling. Not in pantomime. It used to be on the ceiling, so, you know. <laughs> does, does Alan know that? <laughs> Who's that, Rob? Have you 22? 22 behind you, that was... Um... That's my 22 years as a professional footballer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the Blues uh-huh. uh-huh. got me the shirt and they signed it from, like like you say, the end of the season, do I was handed that. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so that was a lovely touch by all the players, yeah, and the management staff, so really nice. nice. Well, do you know what, Ken? If every single supporter there could have signed it as well, we would have done. Mm-hmm. I think you did. You were all drunk as well. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what, now or then? Nick, drunk, never. <laughs> Robbo, yes. Are you were you one for keeping shirts? Have you got a load of shirts? You know, kept or he's lost one of them. He's behind me up there, look. Yeah, look. yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh. Um, no, I, I, I sort of I keep the shirts that I treasure, the ones who the players I played against because I get them all framed. Mm. Um, but not, I normally give my shirts away to sort of charities and people who um, like my family, my family members who want them. Like my son, yeah. walks around, my son walks around. My oldest son walks around my old Watford shirt that I used to play in. <laughs> okay, here's a question for you then, kid. We are raising a lot of money this year and we've done very, very well so far, even through lockdown and people have been so generous. Have you got anything we can have for our charities? We're raising money for PTSD, Birmingham Homeless, the Jeff Horsfield um, Foundation and Paul Devlin's Annie Fund. Correct. So those are our four chosen charities. Um, I think we sent something like a thousand pounds off to the PTSD charity not so long ago, did we not? Yeah, I think we've and we've just done one for Jeff's as well. We've, we've yeah. Took, so uh, have, have you got anything we can yeah, auction, yeah. Robert? Yeah. So if you have got anything, I'll try and find some stuff. Yeah. Top anything, man. Anything. Yeah. Okay. Either anything. get in touch with Chris uh, Craig Courtney, sorry, or Chris Brown, and Craig, then, uh, probably the one, yeah. And I tell you, I tell you what, it'll be a blessing. Just take Paul's one off his off his ball. Yeah, <laughs> I, I bet I bet Paul stalked you for that for months, didn't he? Oh yeah, I bet he was following you everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> following texting. Flip me, he's my shadow. Paul's my shadow. <laughs> like Gary Radnap stalking a new player. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, just dude. just just going back to that shirt behind you. Um, Paul Gill says. Is the 22 the number of changes Karanka does between matches? Oh, harsh. <laughs> harsh. Oh, mm. oh, dear me. Who would you say, Robbo, who would you say was the most underrated player you played with the Blues? 
Underrated. Oh, yeah. fuck. Um, <laughs> 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 he was a beast. He was a beast. I would, I would definitely say uh, Chris Burke. Yeah. Chris Burke yeah. Was, a, was an outstanding winger, player, uh, guy as well. Clayton Donaldson was very underrated for all of his work rate that he put yeah. in for the team. Yeah. yeah. Michael Morrison, another one who was very underrated. Yeah. Never replaced him. There's some players. There's some players there that have gone that maybe shouldn't have gone for the money that they did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there was. There, there, but, but Birmingham's like that, isn't it? There, there's players underrated because of the work they do. They're underrated mm. players. Yeah. There's, there was yeah. players that I played with. I was lucky enough to play with some good players when I came in, like Wade Elliott, Steve Caldwell. Curtis Davis, so like a real good group of lads. I, obviously, I was gutted I didn't get the chance to play with David Murphy as much because of the player he was, and Stephen Carr was injured. But mm. again, good, good lads, great, great lads to be around as well. Yeah. All characters, every single one of them. Yeah, all characters, yeah. You still, yeah. still in touch with them, Robo? I still, I still speak to him every now and then, yet, yeah. like Carr, yeah. obviously, he's in Spain. Yeah. Um, Dave Murphy's, um, I think he's doing some like scouting work now. Uh, Curtis, I spoke to Curtis last week to catch up with him, see how he was doing. So obviously he snapped his Achilles. So I just wanted to check that he was all right. Mm. So yeah, all, all the players, I, I still try and keep in touch with them as much as I can. Oh, that's yeah, good. yeah, that's nice. yeah. He was a great, great centre off. He was when he Curtis Davis for us. Yeah, yeah, he was. I'll tell you, I'll tell you, was as well underrated. He's just come to me now, and Blues never saw the best of him. Was Darren Ambrose? Yeah, yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Good play. Did he come from Spurs? Was it? It's no, Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace. Palace yeah. What a great guy he was. I mean, he was so unlucky with injuries. It was just, he was just like, whatever he did, he seemed to get injured. But what a player and what a guy he was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I suffer the same, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's why my Super 6 is down again. <laughs> and it's, the only sport, it's the only sport I can play for. Who <laughs> had the best and worst tasting music as well, Robert? Oh, gosh. Don't get me started on that. Oh, there was a few. Flip me. <laughs> it just—I can't stand. I can't stand slow music being played in the dressing room. Oh, for me, yeah. it's like if I'm if I want to get fired up for a game, it's got to be like pumping. Like it's got to yeah. be tunes mixed, dance mixed, house yeah. mixed. Got to get mm. me going for a game. As soon as someone turns the um, like this sort of slow music on, then I'm just I'm off. I'm out. I'm out the room. I'm, I'm putting <laughs> an incredibly music. funny I'm not, story. A couple I'm not, of weeks I'm ago, going out, I'm, on, I'm not going out to kiss my opponent. So I'm going out there to win a game of football. Yeah, yeah. Who <laughs> was the Who was the guilty party for that? Then the slow music. Um, I would say like there'd be a few. I'm not going to name and shame them. There'd be a few. No, go on. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Come on, they're, they're probably still playing that music at their teams now. <laughs> what was it? What was it like? R and B or like Celine Dion or something or what? Oh yeah, might, might as well been Celine Dion. No show what you No show what you Got any quote? Oh God! And somebody asked. Oi. Somebody asked earlier. Let's go back to. Um, uh, the present situation. Somebody asked earlier regarding Dong, did you get on with him at all or did you have any altercations with uh, Ren? I had, a good, I had a good relationship with Dong. Yeah? Yeah, even though it wasn't um, to do with like the roles or whatever his role was, I would never question his role until the end. Mm. Until, I, until I got to the end of my career, I, I did. I questioned it because 
I just didn't think it was right. Whether I was wrong in what I said, then yeah. that's for me. That's for me to sort of accept that. But I felt opinion, my, yeah. my best interests were Birmingham City Football Club, not anyone else's. I didn't care about what anyone else thought. Well, my, yeah. My best interest was what the club was doing, where it was going, um, and where where do you see my future as as like being part of this 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 place, Birmingham, and mm. that 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 was how it was, but. He's got a tough job. He's got a, he's got a tough job there, Dong. And I just wish that he'd come out more and explain to the fans with what what's going on and and where the club's going. I just think they they need the relationship. Every club needs that relationship, no matter what. It's it's Chinese way, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, Chinese uh, way in business. I just think I just think it's gone too far now. Where whatever he'll say, no no one will be happy with it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Start the season though, Paul. Um, the, you know, that, going back to that conference with Karanka, it sounded mm. like you know, bloody hell, things are maybe might change, but it's Ten just how, how wrong could be. Yeah, but that's only Ten because of what I said. Yeah, but I'd said that in a in a conference in a in a in a press thing. So that's funny that. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay. okay, who have we got up next then, guys? Mm. Next week we have. And Craig Corgan is going to tell me any minute now because, as usual, Ma- is it Marlon King? Marlon King. Oh, it might be Marlon. Yeah, Robert, we had you know, you were talking about your music and that before the games or something like that. We had Ricky Otto, was it last week, guys? Uh, week before, Ricky Otto on the week before last, yeah, and yeah. asking the same question Do you have any rituals and that before you know you put your left boot on before you write it? Now, just used to sit there and smoke a split. <laughs> 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 Birmingham City, we do what we do so quick. I know, yeah. I know, yeah. We just oh, come straight out with it, though. Oh, bless him, he was brilliant. He's a he was brilliant, yeah. As well, oh, so, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. A like, few, uh, few more quick fan questions. Um, so, let me just check, see what else we got. Sorry. Just keep talking, Nick, and I'll come up with one. Um, oh, uh, talking. Oh God, there's a first. Oh yeah. I was about to say, um, uh, Nicholas, what was Demari what, what Gray like to play with, and why don't you think it worked for him at Leicester? Demari was a, was again another another young talented player that I think he needed to stay at Birmingham a few more seasons yeah. to develop a little bit better. I think yeah. that was a, it was a rush to get him out the door for the price that we should never accepted because it was yeah. for three nuts. Um, I think <laughs> if he had had another couple more seasons at Blues, then we would have seen a real. Um, Damari Gray of what he was all about and, and the player that he was going to be. Um, I think at Leicester, obviously, Brendan has, has changed the way that they play and he's brought in the players. He's been given a lot of money to spend and he's brought wisely with that. Um, and Damari's obviously, he's just needed to move on. So now he's signed for Bayer Leverkusen and I hope he does really well. I know he scored on his debut. They won. So again, now Damari's just got to look at getting his career up and running again. And um, and he, he is, for me, he's, he's probably wasted two or three years staying at Leicester like just sitting on the bench when he should have been really playing a lot more. Yeah. Yeah, Do you think yeah, Jude, uh, Jude Bellingham was the same scenario? Should he have stayed at Blues for another year or two? I just think, well, with Jude, the money that was thrown at him is... I know, I know. It's, it's, money. it's hard to turn down that much yeah. money for such a young lad. And yeah. and the quality of player that Jude is, I mean, he was going to go on no matter what. He, he, he could have played at any club and come for any academy. He was always going to be a, a standout player just because of the way that he was. Mm. Um yeah, I mean, twenty-four million quid for a seventeen-year-old. You, you yeah. snap your hands off, and you snap people's yeah. hands off, and you're going to take it. Oh, great move. I think Borussia Dortmund again is is a, is the next stage of his development in his career of 
him getting to that next level and then he will end up back in the Premiership without a shadow of a doubt. I, I well, see they look him. after the youngsters well there, though, don't they, as well? Yeah, but they, they have a they have a system of bringing them through. So they, so not just one one or two get through, it's four or five of them. They're brought through in a group. So it's, again, it's, it's a great learning curve for them. Um, and for Jude, another language, learning a different culture is, for such a young kid, it's a great experience. I wish I'd done that at a young age. I wish I'd had that opportunity. And what about his brother, Job? Is he is he equally as good, better? He can be a good player, Job, yeah. But again, the pressure that's going to come on his head at such a young age, you, you just got to be patient with him. He's, he's 14, 15. It's, mm, yeah. He doesn't want that expectation on his shoulders just yet because he's still enjoying his football. He's still young. He's still developing. Um, find his feet through Birmingham City Football Club and then see where it takes him. I'm just Great hoping, nice hoping one. the yeah. academy stays open and we, yeah. we, see a lot of, we see a lot of the talent that I know is there. And, we, and we, we have high hopes for them kids coming through and wearing the Birmingham City shirt like Jude did. Mm. 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 And, and your opinion, just, reti- just on the last one, Jude, your opinion is on retiring the 22 shirt. I've got it, it's He's got the real one. He's got the real one. Um, answer the, any, answer any the current questions. Yes, loads. Yeah. Uh, answer the current squad. Who do you think should be the captain? Says Janie Tarbuck. Um, Keith and Bo, I would give it to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I would give it. I would give it to Keith just because I know what he's all about and I know what what it means to him being a Birmingham City player. Mm. I think when 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 and it's, there's there's like with Harley at the moment. I think Harley just needs to get back to the player that we all know he is. He, he's come under a lot of fire, a lot of flack. He's a good player. But take that pressure off him. Bring him out of the game. Bring him out of game. He did it. He took him out of the games for a couple of times and he'd come back for the Middlesbrough game and he was brilliant. He was the best player on the pitch. Yeah. I think he just needs that maybe, again, communication to him. Have a little chat. What about maybe Etheridge as as captain? Um, I always find it difficult with a goalie being a captain. Yeah. Right, okay. I do as well. I just, I just think that like goalies as captains, it's you're not getting your vocal across. I know the... Yeah, no, I've got it, yeah. I just think that when you're a player on the pitch, you see different you see different mm. pictures, and if you've got your if you've got your leader in the middle of the team, then it, it works well. Just that communication, but you should you should have you should have eleven leaders really, not just one. You shouldn't be relying on one person. You should have eleven and mm. twenty four thousand behind you. Yeah, one hundred percent. But that good one here. they're not at the moment. They can't get that. So I know, I know. Squad, the squad, the even the bench. They've all got a lead. They've all got to help each other. They've all got to get us through this sticky patch at this moment in time. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Let's assume St Andrews opens tomorrow. Mm. How loud do you think that first keep right on would be? <laughs> like you say, the, the players would, for me, 100% would get themselves fired up for the game, but it shouldn't rely on that. It shouldn't, no. after so long, it shouldn't have that, that first fan's reaction to give them that lift that they know that they needed. It, it, should, have been, it should have been from what's been going on. Mm. But there's a lot yeah, of them yeah, there yeah. that probably never heard it. No, and no, they've never experienced it, have they? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul, what are you going to say, dude? Go on, Paul. Go on, Paul. I was just going to say, good one coming in from Joshua Clifton. He's just said, um, Robert, which of your blues, all the years you played for us, out of all your teammates, who would you put in this team to get them going and why? So you can pick one player that you played with yeah. for um, us. Great question. Yeah, it's a very good question. It's a great question. Yeah. Hard one. I would Hard probably one. say. Someone like uh, either Steve Caldwell or uh, um, Steve Caldwell, I say. 
Yeah. Yeah. Caldwell was very vocal, very, very good, like very, um, very positive. Get his word across very well. uh, Understood the game, understood players. Yeah, I think Steve Caldwell would be perfect for the team at the moment. Just that leadership, that that defender that defends, puts his head in where it's going to hurt. Yeah, Yeah. he's he's coming in. He's coming in a couple of weeks as well. That's brilliant. Yeah, we've got him on in a few weeks. Yeah. yeah. What about Stevie Carr in this situation? Stevie Carr, another one. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, there's so so many. There's so many. Yeah, yeah. So many at that time, but. But that was that that was that era. That was that mentality of players that grew up in that era and knew what it was, knew yeah. what it was about. What I feel sad about though is is in you know another ten years time if we're still doing this, Chris is going to be really old. Number one, <laughs> um, Paul's going to be my age. Mark's going to be Paul's age. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and the kids, the kids are going to be saying. <laughs> what an awful, awful time the two thousands were. The two thousand and twenties were. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's like Paul of you. Nothing to shout at, have they? Questions there. <laughs> um, I've got some more here. Who are we playing fans. next, Paul? Say again. Who are we playing next? I ain't even got a clue. Yeah, you know, that's how bad Mil- it is. We got, got Millwall. Mil- Mil- yeah, Mil- I didn't know actually. Okay, oh. predictions for Millwall, Mark. Um, I, just, I find it very hard to see a win. Maybe blind faith, one-one draw. I'm going to go. I'm going to mm. go nil-two to Millwall. It's a Millwall, isn't it? Yeah. 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 So 2-0 to Millwall, I'm going to go. I can't, I can't see us doing anything. Robbo? 2-1 Millwall. Paul? 1-0 Blues. <laughs> what have you been drinking? <laughs> <laughs> on, that's me. 4-0 Blues. 4-0 to nil. Blues? Yeah, 4 You reckon blues. we're going to turn some... Turn oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, OK, here we go. Okay. I've got another question for you. Mark? Blues yep. are going to stop up or go down? Stop up. Just. I reckon they'll stay up, yeah. Paul? Just. Yeah, I reckon we'll stay up as well. Chris uh, Brown? Okay. Now, this leads me on to a question that's come up on YouTube as we speak. Uh, I, say, I, say we'll, um, I say we'll come up. And he wants to know, do you think we'll come straight back up if we're relegated? <laughs> no. No, that's hard to say, isn't it? That's, yeah. Not a, I mean, look, you've only got to look at Ipswich and Sunderland, haven't you, for that, you know, to tell yeah. you how difficult it is. That, that league's harder than the Championship. Oh, yeah. Is it? And, yeah. you, and you've got to be able to buy players that are willing to fight and scrap every yeah. every game. That the league one, I mean, I've played in it. It's it's brutal. But it's, yeah. I can say it's, if you're rebuilding, you've got, to, you've got to have a plan in place that it's going to be at least two or three years before you're getting out of that, a league like that. Or unless, like you say, you keep the nucleus of the squad. I mean, yeah. if the squad was kept together, then you'd expect them to get promoted straight away. Yeah, yeah. right, Robert. Who did you play? Go. You've got three minutes to go. You're in the dressing room on Saturday at Millwall. What are when, you going to say to the players beforehand? Well, if I was in the dressing room Saturday, then the game would have gone. Wednesday, any? Oh, it's Wednesday. Beg your pardon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beg your pardon. <laughs> <laughs> How much has he had to drink tonight? For Wednesday on Saturday. I'm on the lemonade. Yeah, you know. What a poorly hand. <laughs> <laughs> you just want your players to go out and give you all, don't you? You've got, yeah. to, you've got to encourage the players. You've got, to, you've got to love them. You've got to give them. You can see the quality they've got. So you've got to give them that. You've got to give them that energy that they're good players. Give them that loving, give them that confidence. If they do something wrong on the pitch, on the touchline, like clapping them, never mind, come on, let's go again. Do you know what I mean? Just that 
just so they can see what's coming from the touchline, that little bit of inspiration that they're looking for. But you've got mm. to get off your backside, you've got get to, on that touchline, you put your notepad down, put your little notepad down, and, and like you say, encourage. But when you, but you know what's coming now when you go to Millwall anyway. So what inspiration do you need? You know, as a player, well, I knew, right, I'm going to Millwall, it's going to be a scrap. I know that I need to head everything that comes into the box. Mm. I need to I need to be scrapping with the centre forward as much as I can, not giving him a sniff all game. So I know what I'm expecting from Millwall. If these mm. players don't know what they're expecting from Millwall, then you might as well give up now. Mm. If they don't know what's well, coming now on Wednesday night at Millwall, then don't even bother going down there because no. you're wasting your time. We've also got Spot Sheffield on. Wednesday away on Saturday. I don't see anything there either, Paul. They're two must-win games. You got to, you got to win these two games. Simple as that. We have yeah. to win the last two. To be honest with you, you well, the last three. You can't you can't be feeling sorry for yourselves now. You've got you got to roll your sleeves up and and dig in and get result. Yeah. No matter Coventry, what. Wickham, Luton, come on! Which is Birmingham City for crying out loud's sake? Yeah, but them teams wanted it more. Yeah, yeah well, that's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that's what it boils down. We've got so. yeah, we've yeah. got no God-given right to, to turn up and just win, have we? No. That's all it turns. All it all it all it turns down to is is. He's prepared to roll your sleeves up and fight for every ball, fight for every minute on that pitch until you get to until you come off that pitch and you can't give any more and you know you've got three points. That's what it's all about, no matter what. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. I don't care if one of my players had a bad game because your other ten players who got you out, you, you got you out of it because we won. So that one person will then, like you say, he knows he had a bad game. Let it deal with it. But hold up a minute. Let's just enjoy the occasion. We've got three points and end of. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most frustrating thing. Yeah. We've got we've got a manager there that's done good things in this league, and we've got a good squad as well. And you know, it's just not getting a tune out of them at the moment. And I hope that changes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, time's up, Nick. Time's up. Wait. We were a bit yeah, late Nick. starting, though, weren't we, Chris? Should we go another couple of minutes? Uh, we can go another minute. Yeah. Okay. Another minute. We we'll yeah. do another minute. Yeah. Do another minute. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I don't know. I'm just disheartened. I'm, I'm down. I'm rock bottom. I'm, I'm, one thing, you know, I'm, I'm even throwing toilet rolls at the cat. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one thing we haven't mentioned, Robbo, is your new venture as well. You do business, how's that going? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Picking up nicely now. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've had, I've had quite a few inquiries with um, with college academies who are educational programs who want to have a chat about obviously my my mentality, my mindset of what me uh, got me through my career, through the ups and the downs. So so yeah, um, looking forward to talking to them. Um, Going to be good. I've had a few bits of individual work that I've been doing with working with certain people and uh, got them on the right pathway. So, yeah, things are picking up nicely. Mm. Is it mo- mo- motivation speaking, is it, uh, sort of thing? Or? It's, it's, it's a bit of both. It's, yeah. it's, it's mentoring as well. It's, yeah. um, so it's basically what I had to deal with throughout my career. And it's, it's not just football. It's based on all sports because everyone's going to go through the ups and downs. Mm. It's, it's a sort of like work on certain scenarios and, how can we talk about certain things that might happen? Right, okay, how can we deal with this differently? And like you say, it's, there's so many things that happen in, in elite sport that, that mm. can that can be changed and, and maybe not what their coaches or their management staff are giving them. So I'm there as a support system to help them sort of get through the tough the tough periods that they'll get through. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, this has been an interesting show tonight, guys. Fantastic. Uh, not a great deal to smile about, I know, but you know what we've done? We've had a laugh. We didn't do a last 15 minutes tonight, as I think sometimes, you know, when the guests are on uh, and, and there are, they're as prolific as, as, as Robbo is and has been for our club, then, you know, we want to get the most out of them. And we'll have yeah. a laugh, you know, we'll have a laugh in the week and when the times are right. So yeah. 
This has been the Tilton Talk Show, ladies and gents, sponsored by Boyle Sports, Garrison Coffee Company, Blues Trust. Welcome to our good new family. And SAS Auto, supporting PSD and local charities. We've got to say a massive thank you to Robbo, a great servant to the club, a friend of the show forever, forever, and somebody who will always be revered around St Andrews. If ever you're around Robbo on a, on a, on a match day, when we all get back together, come down, have a beer with us, meet the guys, and, uh, and we'll have a chat on one thing or another. Mate, I tell you, I really appreciate this hour and a half you've given up of your time there to be with us, to be with Birmingham City fans, to talk about the old times, to talk about what you're doing. Thank you so, so very much indeed. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Rubble! Rubble! Hey! <laughs> and thanks to the one and only Mark Evans, a.k.a. Mr. Robe. Good night, all. Have a good week. Mrs. Hey. Brown. <laughs> good evening. Mrs. Brown. Good evening. Uh, That's better. <laughs> and the one and only Mr. Sheen. Mr. Paul Hipkiss, thank you very much, sir. Good night, all. Ladies and gents, we'll see you back here next Monday night. Win, lose or draw, we'll be on it. We'll be on it. Because this is the Tilton Talk Show. Good night, God bless, take care and keep right on. Happy birthday, Lillian, 100 years old. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.